Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma. I'm excited to be here, far more excited to have you here with me, friends. Sometimes we make plans for life. Sometimes we expect to have years with someone and the universe completely flips our fucking world. It's not fun, but it is unfortunately a part of life. Here's the thing. What do you do when you've got plans with someone for a fun life or you think that you're going to have a certain person around for a long time, which means years of laughs and friendship and bonding and family time, travels, all that good stuff. What do you do when you have plans or think you're going to be lucky enough to have someone for many years and that gets taken from you? One minute you think someone's going to be in your life for a long period of time, the next you find out it's not possible, this is the universe is doing, it's out of your control, and you're like, okay, so how, how do I picture or plan my life after this person when they're still here and trying to look to the future riddles me with fucking guilt? Well, friends, I am in this exact situation right now, and so I wanted to talk about it because, one, talking about things helps. It's hard and it's uncomfortable to talk about the not-so-great parts of life, all the negative emotions that come with hard times, but talking helps. Two, because I know that there are seven-plus billion people in the world and I can't possibly be the only one, so there's someone who needs to hear this. This time last year, I was with someone. I'm still with that person, very lucky to be, but we were together and more or less the start of our relationship, kind of at the seven month mark, but we knew we were compatible. We really cared about each other. We love being around each other. And so we were like, you know what? Let's just take a chance on this. In a year or two, we're still together. Let's move out of province and start a whole fun life together. And just as quickly as we started trying to make those plans, the universe decided to fuck us over and how it's fucking us over is completely out of our control we don't have a say in the fact that we're on limited time together now and that's heartbreaking absolutely heartbreaking i've been in different ways losing family and friends having friendships and all that since i was nine years old i've been dealing with death like i said loss of friendships loss of my own identity all that doing it almost all my life but the loss i'm experiencing kind of in two ways right now the hardest thing i've ever had to go through by far this time last year i wasn't planning to have a life without this person my plan was to do life with the person i'm with now 
So to know that they're not going to be in my life as long as I thought and hoped for, it hurts. What hurts more, what makes me feel super guilty, is even trying to think about what life could be like or look like after them. And it makes me feel guilty because they're not gone yet. They're still here. I'm still with them and I'm still lucky to be with them. I know there's going to be life after this once we're not together. Once the universe does whatever it's going to do that I'm not at all ready for. But because this person's not gone and we're still together, I have no desire to think about what my life's going to look like after them. I know there's going to be life after them, but I don't want to think about that because doing so riddles me with guilt. It makes me feel like a kind of fucked up person, honestly. What, what is one supposed to do when they thought that somebody they'd have in their lives for many years is suddenly being taken from them or has been? Your world flips upside down. How are you supposed to even think about two months into the future? Or when you know that you're going to be losing someone, how can anything but being there for that person while you can be be your focus? I don't have time or energy, emotionally, physically, spiritually, anything, to think about what my life's going to look like after this person. Because they're still here. And they still need me. I can't do both especially not without feeling guilty i just don't have the energy to be there for someone while losing them and be like oh that's what my life's gonna look like after them this is what i hope happens after them it makes me feel like crap and like i said even if i could do it without feeling like crap i don't have the fucking energy in me i barely make it through every day as it is if you're one of these people who have recently had your world flipped completely upside down and you have in some way lost or are losing someone you care about that you thought you'd have years with. I'm talking specifically to you. I wanna share with you where I'm at and how I'm trying to navigate this weird guilty feeling that comes with being in this season, transitional season, stuck season, sad season, whatever you want to call it. What I am doing right now to try and cope with that guilt and all of the other feelings that come with even trying to think about, well, what can my future look like without this person while said person is still here? I'm going to be honest. I write about my feelings more than I actually talk about them with people. I'm lucky enough to have a lot of great people in my life. I have a really great support system didn't always, I do now, and I'm aware of how freaking lucky I am, but talking about it doesn't always help. And I'm sure that even if you have a great support system, you understand that no matter how close you are with someone and how great that support system is, people can tend to listen just to share their opinions. And in seasons like this, that's not what people need. People just need their support system, whoever they're speaking to or venting to, to listen. To listen then say, I hear you, your feelings are valid. It's impossible to feel this way right now, but you're going to get through it now. However you need me to help you, I will. But like I said, society has wired our brains to believe that we should 
listen to what people are saying just to throw solutions and opinions at them and I love my support system, every single person in it. But sometimes people do do that and that's not what I need right now. I don't need people's opinions on how to handle things or how he should be handling things. I don't need opinions on what you would do if you were in this situation. And so while I do talk to people sometimes, I write out my feelings far more often than just talking about them. Because when I'm writing, I'm in my own little world. And I know that I'm writing things on a page that are going to help me feel a little bit better, relieve some negative feelings, but I know I'm not going to get that unnecessary feedback or opinions or this is what you should do type stuff. This does not work 100% of the time, but I make an honest effort constantly to just have faith that life after this person will be whatever it is meant to be. I try to just keep that faith and keep myself in the present as much as possible. One, because the person that I'm with, I'm still with. I don't want to have to picture what life's going to look like without them, even though I know there will be one. Two, if I'm sitting here focused on that and the guilt that that brings me and whatnot, I'm not going to be able to be present, not just with people I care about, but with him, my partner, who deserves me to be fully present when we're together, when we're engaging in conversation, when we're spending time together, when we're doing date nights and stuff. So I try not to let that sadness, that fear, that what will my life look like and the guilt that comes with it, I try not to let that simmer into me like too deep into me to the point that I let myself fall apart completely. It's hard not to and there are days that I do fall apart and I have all out breakdowns, but I try really hard for the most part to stay present and just have faith that whatever my future is going to look like, it's going to work out. When you know that you're on limited time with someone, whether it be because the end of their life is coming or they're getting a new job, but it's a great opportunity super far away and you won't get to see them half as much as you're used to, whether it be because your best friend has always wanted to move halfway across the world to Europe or something like that, and the chances finally come from them, so they're taking it. And now your friendship is uber long distance, when you're for 15 years plus used to seeing each other every day. Whatever way you may be losing someone or recently have, it can come with more than one type of grief. You can grieve that actual loss of a person. You do actually grieve the loss of that person. Even if they're, like I said, your best friend just moving half away across the world because they've always wanted to and they're damn taking that chance while they have this one life and chance to. You can still grieve that loss because although the person's not gone, you're in a sense losing having them right with you all the time. And that's, that's hard. So there's different forms of losing people and loved ones that can result in grief. For me personally, there's going to be a day where I have 
to grieve my partner and I not being able to be together anymore. But that's not the grief I'm feeling now. I am grieving, but what I'm grieving is knowing that for sure a chance at a life together is gone. What those years could have looked like, what life all the way in Nova Scotia for us could have been like, what fun we could have had together for many years is being taken from us and knowing that all those what ifs, what would this have looked like, where besides Nova Scotia would we have gone, all of these questions pop up into my head and knowing that I'm losing all those chances, it's something I'm grieving. And here's the thing about grief, friends. Grief is not something you actually heal from. It is something you learn to live with, that you learn to sit with. And so what I'm doing is not trying to heal from this grief or stop myself from grieving but I'm trying to grieve in healthy ways so that I don't completely lose my shit and fall apart. I'm also trying not to let myself be riddled with guilt because while I feel like crap even wondering what will look like, what will life look like after this person? And although I feel guilty that I'll get a chances at things in life that this person won't, letting that guilt eat at me isn't going to be good for anyone especially for myself and so one of the other things i do is when i feel like i need to let out those emotions and have a good cry i freaking do it and then once the tears stop coming and i've blown my nose and i feel like i can kind of breathe again even though i have a terrible headache afterwards I put myself back together, I wash my face, I try to remind myself that I am lucky to still have this person and that I need to live with an attitude of gratitude, and then I carry on with my day. I don't let myself sit in that sadness so much that I actually fully hyperventilate and end up in a panic attack and stuff. There was a time I was so unhealthy that I couldn't control it and that's what my cries would always lead to is an actual panic attack or I just would skip the whole cry and right in the panic attack mode but i have worked on being able to sit in my sadness and in my feelings without letting them completely take over so that's what i do when i feel like i need to feel my feelings i do and then once i can feel myself sort of calm down like okay the emotions have come out of me that need to pull myself back together carry on with my day and keep an attitude of gratitude to help keep me going through the day and speaking of sometimes it's not even a matter of needing to have a good cry or sit in your feelings and be pissed sometimes your chatty mind starts to go and you just start to question why how did i get so unlucky why are we unlucky enough to be in this position what did we do to deserve this bubble and then all these negative questions and emotions are swirling and suddenly your chatty mind is winning and you're stuck in your own head that's when i try to think of things i'm grateful for no caitlin you don't need to think like this you don't need to be so negative 
you have things going on that are worth being grateful for you have people in your life right now worth being grateful for and i try to mentally talk myself back into a good headspace it takes time it takes energy it takes real effort but when your chatty mind starts going you have a choice you have two choices and have to make one you can either let that chatty mind win and keep talking shit to you and get you into a worse mental space than you may already be in or you can remember that an attitude of gratitude does wonders and try to remind yourself how lucky you are to have said person still in your life right now that time with them isn't up yet you can be thankful if you've already lost someone in some sort of way for the times you did have, for the communication you still get to have. There's so many things, even in the hardest of seasons, to always be grateful for that when my chatty mind starts going, the tiniest things worth being grateful for and living for, I remind myself of. And putting that effort in gets me out of that headspace. You can do it too. You don't have to let your chatty mind win, let guilt riddle you, let yourself feel like shit. You don't have to, even in your hardest seasons. I don't know exactly what you're going through. So I don't know if talking to someone, if writing out your feelings, if letting yourself have a good cry when you feel you need it, or if focusing on gratitude and trying to not let your chatty minds will win, if it's something that works for you or will but these are things that I'm doing right now to not let myself be super riddled with guilt about the fact that there will be a life after this person which I was not planning for. If you're in a really rough season and trying to picture life without someone or with someone you love super far away and not being able to see them anymore, whatever that type of loss might look like for you. If you're in any sort of rough season where you've lost someone or are losing them and what that means is your future plans have been flipped upside down. I want you to try these things if you haven't yet. Because they could work. They may not work. But they're not unhealthy coping mechanisms. And if you haven't tried them, the only way to know if they will help you is by trying. So if you're in a really hard season, any sort of hard season where your world's been flipped upside down and you feel like crap, Please give one of these things an honest shot if you haven't already. Don't let the feelings simmer in you and do things to you that you don't deserve. Don't let the negative feelings or guilt simmer in you and force you to give up on yourself or people who need you. And for goodness sakes, if you're in a hard season, if you're in a season where you know you're going to lose someone or just have and you have no idea what the rest of your life is going to look like but trying to figure it out scares the hell out of you and makes you feel guilty as fuck, I also want you to show yourself some damn compassion and give yourself some grace. You're going to get through whatever you're going through and there is going to be a great life for you on the other side of all of this guilt and pain. But to feel the way you feel right now is valid. So whatever way you're feeling right now, I want you to just give yourself some grace and self-compassion about. It's something I'm trying to do, too. I'm going to wrap up this episode before I really start to lose my shit and cry. Just completely lose it because this is something really hard for me. 
to talk about but I, I know that people are in a position like mine and need to know that they're not alone and things will one day somehow not be so bad but before I go I want to remind you that if you are sitting here thinking for any reason you won't make it through and you won't have a good rest of your life once you do figure out what the heck to do with it or what it might look like you will you're strong i'm strong and even if we can't see it right now we're strong enough to get through this so let's figure this thing out together if you need someone to chat with my dms are always open my handle on instagram it's always in my show notes and i'm always willing to chat with you all i'm always super happy to hear from you and to connect with you more via chatting on instagram so do not hesitate to reach out to me if you need someone to talk to who's in a similar situation and can actually relate to you i love you i appreciate you so dang much and i am beyond grateful that you're here and that we're on this journey together i cannot wait to chat with some of you in my dms and be back here having a great chat with you all next week Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.